International. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. That's house cleaning up. Whoop whoop. Everybody, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello again. You do, you can do that noise again. I don't know how I did it. It's like something out of yeah. Hanna Barbera. Yeah, thank you. I've been getting a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're here back again. Gary Beach Town Massacre here with Donna and Bezo. Hey, hi. Uh, Hello, <laughs> and uh, we're here just Halo clean. Wars. We're not talking a movie today. We're no. just cleaning house, cleaning houses. We're not stopping we're it's, just it's a janitorial episode yeah we just uh i didn't put up an episode last week because i've been lazy and uh and so we we're like well let's catch up because we don't we got we got some hot news and we got some uh, we've been at fantastic fest watching some movies one of us has i went to three and we're just here gonna talk about some movies that we've watched recently biza what have you seen recently uh well uh for movie night uh we had picked matthew mcconaughey we cycled through a few like uh movies that we haven't seen much of him and all uh, right all right and uh ended up uh choosing kind of a little something i'll be called the lincoln lawyer Ooh, and uh it's okay bad. nothing fantastic great cast but uh you know it's a nice little i'm a lawyer and i got in over my head kind of movie Oh, wow. What the hell? I did not Jesus fall off. Jesus Christ, scared the <laughs> fuck out of me. fall <laughs> off my chair uh, as a microphone. Uh, stands. And then, um, uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of it. I've been working on my other stuff, so haven't yeah. seen a lot of movies lately. Tell me about Fantastic Fest, because I did not get to go see any of those films, and I'm sure I've missed I out considerably. You. I, I know, sent you I my schedule. I know. All I did was stare at it going, I wish I could do this, but I'm not going to. Here's Here's the one thing that I will say. This year, everyone that deviated from my schedule told me that they saw terrible movies every time that they deviated. The, I, I must infer then you have seen great movies. I your saw fantastic a lot of very good ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw some good ones too. Let me uh, play the role as stupid uh, um, audience member, a far stretch for me. Uh, fantastic Fest compared to other festivals, what, what kind of movies do they typically shoot for? 
um, that might separate them from other festivals. Yeah, so Fantastic Fest is a genre film festival, so it's specifically uh, sci-fi and horror. Uh, always. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's there's nothing. I mean, there might be like drama, but it normally has like some kind of supernatural twist or something. Okay. Um, but it's always in within those genres okay so you saw a lot of would you say more horror or more sci-fi this time around what, what did you see no this year was actually pretty weird uh there was a serious lack of horror movies oh yeah. so mostly would, sci-fi no um i mean like horrific but not like horror movies in the traditional sense of like they're trying to scare you so less jump not, scares yeah not like um well, like it, I guess, would be considered a horror movie. I think so. Not, not like that where it's like scary. It's more like brooding, and you're like, Ugh, like constant tension. Okay. Kind of horror. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of indie flicks. Even though this festival is surrounding controversy, and we can't 100 percent endorse said festival, <laughs> what we do enforce, what we do endorse is uh, sneaking in and scamming the festival, which we do every year. Right on. Right yeah, on. there was. I mean. Yeah, so the festival is kind of interesting. I mean, any any film festival, uh, you know, of course, there's going to be like the big contenders, like the Netflix movies and shit, which there was no shortage of at, at this year's uh, Fantastic Fest. Some of which are actually coming out this this past weekend, I guess. Now that y'all are listening to the episode, but. Um, there's also uh, films that don't have distro rights, so you know it's an there's there, industry people there okay. and there's actors there and yeah. there's press people there and just normal Joe blows that okay. are there. All right. So, uh, what movie blindsided you the most? Like, uh, low expectations, high results, that kind of thing. Uh, Do you want to spoil for, and, and share well, those? Yeah. Share those movies I was going to go through all the movies that I saw. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and this is like a two weeks of watching movies, basically. It's eight days. Eight days. Okay. Yeah. So Thursday through Thursday is what the festival runs. Um, I saw Thoroughbred, which is a movie that's coming out in November, I believe, um, with Olivia Cook and someone Joy. Um, they've been in a lot of other movies. Okay. Uh, the girl, yeah. I forget what the one girl's from, but she's been in a ton of shit. But the other chick is from uh, Split and uh, a bunch of other things. Okay. Uh, anyway, that movie was really... It was the first movie that I saw, um, even though it's coming out in November. I still want to see it early. Yeah. Um, it was really good. It's about uh, two like uppity rich white girls. <laughs> And uh, they start like a, a scheme to kill one of the stepfathers. Okay. And there's like a lot of um, mystique surrounding one of the girls. Um, she uh, may or may not have killed her thoroughbred horse. Ah, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, very drama intense and a lot of gore. And, and thumbs up. Yeah, it was very good. Okay. Four out of five stars. All right. Thoroughbred. Mark mm -hmm. that down. Yeah. Comes out in November. Uh, I saw a Japanese movie, Three Foot Ball and Souls. 
three foot ball and soles like like on the bottom of your shoe or like soles from your body okay soles from your body okay so this movie is like groundhog's day but way darker it's about four people that meet in a chat room or like a message board okay uh and they make a suicide pact and one of the guys is a uh like a fireworks dude. Okay, explosive technician kind of guy. Pyrotechnician. Pyrotechnician. Yeah, so he has a three-foot ball... Oh, and they're gonna use blow that to blow themselves up. up. You know right. what? I don't need anything else. That's a great <laughs> premise. I'm already sold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it sounds really great on paper. It's very funny. It reminds me a lot of um, like uh, Big Man Japan or if you've seen his other films, Symbol is probably the one that's most similar to this movie. Okay. Um, which I don't, good luck if you've seen that and also congrats to you because it doesn't have an American distro mm. so it's impossible to find. Right. But, um, that movie was really fun. It just, it was very, very long. It oh. went on way longer than it needed to. So like it's, it's too long at 90 minutes or it's too long at two and a half hours. Like it, I, I think it's two hours, but it feels like three, like it could have ended. The whole pacing of it, is, it doesn't match maybe the, the content that or the points that it's trying to make. Yeah. It's like the, the, th- it's really it's kind of weird it's almost like four acts the fourth act is just it's so long it could have ended easily at the third it could have ended about 15 different times in this fourth act and there's a post uh if you get a chance to go see it there's a post uh credit thing too so all right so four no four Four foot ball and souls. Three foot ball and souls. Three foot ball and souls. But it's a three stars. But it's a ball. But it's around four four dudes who are gonna do the suicide pack. Uh, two dudes and two chicks. Oh, excuse me <laughs> for <laughs> for Bezo, assuming all the men were wanting to kill themselves. You're right. Bezo doesn't suicide. pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see any of those two, Ethan? No, I'll tell you which one. Yeah, so Ethan actually saw this next movie with me, kind of. Yeah. Uh, Darkland, which is... Kinda? Did you fall asleep? Did you bring your phone? <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep. <laughs> uh, so Darkland is a very interesting interesting movie. I actually met the director. He gave me a ticket to the screening, which was really cool. All right. Uh, he's Iranian, um, but he lived in Austin. He like grew up in Austin, which is just... That's a weird combo. It's yeah. just, yeah, it was really fascinating. And this movie is about like an Iranian, like expat or an Iraqi expat. I forget from where were they from, but um, they're like living in like Copenhagen. Yeah, he's or something. Okay, somewhere in Europe. Yeah, they're living in Denmark, yeah. but he's uh, Af- <laughs> Afghanistan. He's yeah, yeah Afghanistan. he's like Afghani or something. But yeah, there's like he's a surgeon, and then like he's just dealing with a bunch of stuff surrounding his brother's death, and it's kind of a revenge flick. Sounds like straight drama. Yeah, it's, it's a revenge movie. Yeah, but the does it fit the supernatural uh, motif? Well, they do. Of the well, fest? like of the f- of the fest, I think I think it sticks less to like genre films and more kind of to like overarching feelings. Okay, and like it definitely like 
it, it it would hit that market. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine this, for hitting that market. A bunch of violence. Well, this year was really um, revenge heavy. Yeah. Okay. In and fact, there was a movie literally called, called Revenge, revenge. revenge which and, is supposed to be amazing. And also a bunch of movies got pulled because of uh, Tim Wick and Devin Franchi and, and, uh, uh, and uh, Harry, Harry, Harry Knowles. Knowles. Yeah, yeah, I read about that. Fuck you, Harry Knowles. God. Yeah, that guy's a piece Fucking of Fucking piece shit. of trash. One of my friends that used to work at the Draft House said that he's seen him do that. Like, Dude, yeah, so yeah. did someone else that I yeah. recorded last Fucked night. Up. Fucked up. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Darkland was interesting. Um. It's about like Ethan said, a, a very successful Afghani citizen of yeah. Denmark mm-hmm. who uh is a surgeon and he's very successful, about to have his first child, and he has a younger brother who's involved in gangs. Hmm. So you know maybe you can see where the movie's going yeah. after his death um but it was i mean the the um Ar- choreography yeah. of the fight sequences w- yeah. were amazing really? yeah. and it has like just like the the blood and yeah. everything from the fight sequences was just like yeah. really really good There's really nice uh, architecture too and like it's really good set, set choices yeah. yeah like really good filming um it's, it's really pretty it feels yeah, rich the, yeah the like, cinematography was great yeah yeah, huh. yeah like the movie the movie when you're watching it, it like it, you know when you like watch a movie and you're like this feels like rich like it feels expensive and every every all the places where he lives is like oh man this is like the coolest place ever what uh where was it shot do you think Copenhagen? Denmark, like denmark yeah yeah. Oh, okay. yeah somewhere in like europe or eastern europe yeah. okay and it was filmed in denmark i am i am elated to see that there is a a new style of fight choreography that seems to be um being uh uh, embraced now and i think it's it lives in the heritage of of the jackie chan kind of stuff but it, it doesn't like if you watch a jackie chan fight scene the camera is pulled back and you yeah. see him in his full form doing everything yeah, yeah, it's yeah. completely insane and then um but in but that's in direct contrast to a lot of other action movies yeah. where it's cut 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 and you see the action hero throw one punch and then he cuts yeah. over and it's you don't get that 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 amazing factor of watching this person do it live but now there's um and then we kind of faded away from that and then i think not necessarily because of john wick but um i think that started a new was a a new sort of it was a new catalyst for seeing insane choreography action stuff that doesn't where the camera isn't cutting and it's just watching these things in an almost impossible kind of way this one too this one too like he um the guy who's getting revenge, he's like an ex Muay Thai, or it's there not. It's go. not Muay Thai. It might be kickboxing, right? So, something. I think it's he's a kickboxer, and so he's like. There's a bunch of training sequences of him, him training as a kickboxer, and then the gang boss runs like a harem of kickboxers. Yeah. So it's a bunch of like cool kind of violent kickboxing. But does it have any of those scenes where I'm talking about where it's like a minute, two minutes, three minutes long, uncut, just the camera going in and out and, and watching them as they're doing all this stuff? Yeah, a bunch of really killer violence. Yeah. <laughs> You see, but what I'm talking about the difference between I'm talking about that that camera that doesn't seem to blink. It's not quick shots. Yeah, it's not like a bunch of quick shots from different angles to distract you. Yeah, it lets you sit in the fight. Yeah. I'm I'm liking this this trend. Like it's even in the 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 latest uh, Rocky movie um, yeah. Creed. Yeah, like the very first opening boxing sequence mm-hmm. is like a four minute round. Yeah. Or however long boxing matches. I mean, it's are. a lot better. It's I without, mean, I don't, cutting, I don't understand why you you hire all these fight choreographers that are really good at what they do, and, and then, then you chop cut around that. It like, exactly. doesn't make sense. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but the camera technology is getting to we can keep up with it. Atomic Blonde has 
yeah. one of the most amazing fight sequences I've ever seen. Yeah. And that's with somebody who is not, you know, a prolific Muay Thai fighter. Yeah. You know, Charlize Theron is not known for her black yeah. belt skills or whatever. But it's an incredible sequence. Anyway, I'm just glad to see yeah. we're seeing more of it's that a good. Comeback. It's a good movie. Yeah, I, yeah, I liked it. This movie was really good. Um, I believe that this one also does have distro, so it should be available um, going forward. An- another thing of note that I, I don't want to pass over uh, is that this movie also played with a short Viulu I don't. I don't know if how I'm you, saying. How are you spelling it? V i u l u. It's yeah. a an Iraqi or okay. Yeah. I don't know. It production felt, company. It felt kind of Bollywoody. It was. It was cool. It had like it. It felt like a Bollywood kind of fight scene, like really cheesy CGI. But yeah, it it was interesting though. The story was interesting. It's about a a guy is all beat up and he has a violin case and he runs into he runs into a. Uh, like a deli and um well it kind of actually looks like a like a kebab shop in like england anyway uh so he runs into this place and he's like i i need food like i haven't eaten i'll i don't have money to pay you i'll leave you this violin and so now this guy that owns this deli is just stuck with this violin and then these mobster guys come in and fuck him up and then um yeah yeah, it was very interesting. It, it played really well with the movie. Yeah. Um, there's the programmers at Fantastic Fest do an amazing job. Um, this year, I would say they did just an even better job than I had ever seen before of pairing the shorts with the yeah. movies. Oh, so they did okay. a really, really yeah, great yeah. job. Um, yeah, it felt, I mean, this one felt Bollywoody to me too because the main character in it, he's like kind of fat. And then, like, all of a sudden, he goes into a room and just demolishes, like, yeah, like 30 dudes. dudes. <laughs> yeah, and, like, he's doing, like, crazy gun work yeah. where he's, like, flipping over people. And then while he's flipping, he's, like, shooting, shooting him in the, the back, back of the head. head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But then all the, like, CGI is, like, really bad. Yeah, but it's, it's like, like cool. 1998. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's cool. It's yeah. cool. It's totally rad. Like, it, it, it just, it's, it's, it's another example of, like, of like the reason why festivals can be really good is because you're exposed to things yeah, and you would forced, never see you're otherwise. forced to watch things that you would never see you yeah. never you would never seek out yeah you know and so you're kind of getting to an insight into what filmmakers are making now mm-hmm. you know and, and and what what people are making for shorts and what people are trying to pitch as shorts and it's a, it kind of calibrates you to the quality of what people are working with have y'all ever gone to that theater down south that shows like nothing but Bollywood movies? Do y'all know about this? No, no, no. There's the theater. It's 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 a huge cineplex, the Tinseltown. It's um, opposite Tinseltown on 35 near Stastny mm-hmm. on the east side. It used to be just a regular standard theater, but for whatever reason, they just, every once in a while, they threw in a Bollywood movie. And like, um, you know, the... Whatever the whatever percentage of the population in Austin that's Indian caught wind of it and they started going, then they just started showing more of it. More now it's like All 80 Bollywood. 90% Bollywood. Movies. I want to go yeah. catch a flick there. It's, There's a really good one out right now, really? it, it's opening this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we should go, we should do a field trip. Sure, I'm down. Yeah. I like Bollywood movies. Okay, uh, anyway, Darkland was great. I gave that four out of five stars. Okay, it's kind of a slow burn, but the payoff at the end, like the third act is just fucking like balls to the wall and it's like gripping intense. And you know what they say, the best type of cigars are slow burns. So, 
Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> then uh, next. Oh, this actually was a pretty funny story. So after Darkland, we went and got back in the standby line and uh, we went to see The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which oh. comes out in November. Yeah, it's getting press. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one will have a wide release. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, probably a limited at first. Um, For those who don't know, uh, made by the same, I believe, writer and director of The Lobster. Lobster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Yorgos Lanthimos. Same starring also the same, um, not Clive Davis, what's his Colin, name? Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell, yeah. yeah so hot Thank anyway you. <laughs> uh anyway so funny story about this one we got in line to go see it and then uh ethan wasn't paying attention and just wandered off <laughs> when he could have gotten into the movie I and i was swear like they count i was, was like <laughs> i was like ethan just stay with me because i i guarantee that there will be more seats mm-hmm. and he's like okay and then wanders off again and i'm like dude where are you going just walk with me down the hallway and he's like i'm just i'm not gonna be able to get in i can't get in i'm like you were counted with us to get in and then we get to the door and the lady's like okay i've got four more i'll be right back and then runs back off to the line to go grab four more people (laughs) none of which were ethan no because i was feeling pretty dead anyway because i fell asleep during dark lines that's how tired i was yeah yeah like i'd like i'd been working since like 4 30 a.m okay and like seeing movies and like eating cheeseburgers that's uh, not your thing no, it's totally my thing. But if I'm dead tired, no. I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer was really good. It's If you like The Lobster, you're definitely going to like this movie. Right. Uh, it goes... It's more weird than The Lobster was. So if you thought The Lobster was like... <clears throat> unnatural and maybe it made you feel kind of uncomfortable this movie is going to push you way beyond that yeah uh it it was great i really loved it and of course it's absolutely gorgeous um nicole kidman steals the movie she's so good Ah. she's so good it's it is amazing we we have a tendency to think of her as you know that porcelain slim tall actress and forget that she's like she's got some bona fides in her skills there like i was saying the other day that we had watched the hours and her performance in that is just amazing you know Mm -hmm. and so yeah we've we've kind of forgotten her as an actress not just a movie star i love her i think she's great but she she's so good in that movie i mean i i was blown away like every time she comes on screen you're just like wow uh so next up the next day i saw uh 7852 which is a documentary uh the first documentary that is about a specific scene in a movie and that's all it's about and it's about the shower sequence from psycho interesting uh this movie was fascinating it was Ooh. so interesting and it was it was funny uh another interesting thing i, I stuck around for the q a uh the movie the entire movie outside of like obviously the parts that they use that were directly from other films uh all of the like set pieces where they're having conversations with people all shot in front of a green screen. Mm. So there is no set for this movie. Interesting. And it looks flawless. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was oh, amazing. Meaning you would never know. Unless... You have no idea. Oh, interesting. No idea. Okay. So, okay. I'm curious. Uh, I w- I'm curious in this movie, did they talk and compare what is like intrinsically magical in that scene? Because you watch Gus Van Sant's shot for shot remake and that scene outside of one shot is identical. 
and yet it doesn't feel like it works. Yeah, they that's uh so they have someone that was on oh, that movie sorry. uh in in this movie and she mm. specifically talks about that. Really? Um Jamie Lee Curtis is also in it, so she talks about her mom and everything of course, yeah, which yeah. was really great. Yeah. Um it yeah, it was just a really really fascinating movie from you know, the same point of like being a horror fan, uh, being a fan of Hitchcock's movies. Right. Um, and just like a study of film. It was really, really fascinating. And that is getting a wide release as well. Good. Uh, I'd like to sink my teeth into that one. Yeah. I think I gave that one five out of five stars. I, I thought it was, yeah, I want to, I want to see it too. So I I, I definitely, yeah, I'm down to go see it again. I I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, and that one also played with a uh, a short, which was wonderful. And everyone, I would recommend if you're going to go see 7852, definitely watch this short beforehand because it is, it's so hilarious. Uh, the short is called Nothing a Little Soap and Water Can't Fix. And yeah. it's essentially a hyper cut of every bath sequence from a movie oh interesting so it goes through like all <laughs> like, the same motions it's uh, so it's so funny and bizarre uh it's really fantastic all righty fast <laughs> yes that's fantastic did you see ty wins bumper ty wins said he made one that was supposed to be in there the one, one of the that's fantastic he said he said he was like I'm, i made one of those <laughs> and uh did he asked me if i saw it and i was like well, yeah, what no. one is it it's he's in it so. oh no okay. i didn't see ty win in any <laughs> sorry ty friend of the podcast friend of the podcast <laughs> friend of the show <laughs> <Yeah. Ex-fred>. <laughs> <laughs> um and then next up oh next up i dipped into my first shitty movie of the festival okay. uh, so you got, far you got been dirty pretty high you got a dirty there uh so this movie uh is firstborn it's a latvian film a latvian film mm-hmm. and uh it's about um a man and woman go to a married couple go to a dinner party and his wife gets drunk and it's like alluded to that they're like trying to have a child and uh they're leaving the party and the woman's drunk and he's like um the man is very like um nerdy and like very straight laced and stoic and uh though they're having a conversation in the middle of the road and she's like well just fuck me here like i don't see what the problem is it's like two o'clock in the morning or whatever and he's like i'm not no like you're drunk we need to get home why are you doing this and as they're having this conversation in the middle of the road a motorcyclist comes up and tries to steal her purse and she is belligerent and she's like fuck you like you're a piece of shit and the husband's like okay you don't need to antagonize this guy like we're standing in the middle of the road you're drunk we need to go yeah and the motorcyclist turns back around and comes back at them and he uh punches the husband and he falls down and breaks his glasses and he like is scrawny anyway and like isn't really going to protect his wife you know uh, and the wife is the uh, motorcyclist grabs like this, like a big, like raw iron, like 
construction thing, thing. Yeah. you know like those big bars yeah, that, like yeah, support rebar. braces yeah he grabs one of those and he like shoves it like up the girl's skirt like he's not raping her with it but he it's like in, implied that he could you know what i mean yeah. it's like the threat of his masculinity yeah. and um and then they go to the police station and the movie progresses kind of in their life after this event. Right. And he's untrustworthy of her because it just so happens that the detective that they're working with is an old fling of hers. Yeah. Uh, and he's living in like this really fragile mental state. Now, everything you're describing sounds like it could be the bones of something really interesting. Yeah. The, I mean, the, mm. The movie is really interesting to a certain point, yeah. and then it just sucks. Uh, Where does it? Wh- what do you think it 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 turned left when it should have turned right? Like what 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 do you think was the deciding factor there? Um, the it just it ends. It ends very abruptly, and it's a very odd choice of an ending. Huh. Um, I I don't I don't know if this one I don't think that this one's gonna have distro in the states, so yeah. I I can spoil it, I guess, yes. and specifically tell you where I think it went wrong. Um. Okay. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> Skip thirty seconds if you don't want to hear this. But yeah, I'm curious. So the the husband en- ends up going he talks with the detective and seemingly they're not going to do anything. Okay. And he finds out that these, this motorcycle gang hangs out in this one area of town. So he is, he's an architect and he works from home, uh, most of the time. So he goes in the middle of the day while the wife is at work, uh, between here and there, there's a lot of very interesting, like very psychedelic scenes of like, uh, cuckolding kind of it's, it's very bizarre and there's like a lot of really interesting like cult and satanic uh, hmm. imagery in the film which make it seem like it's really cool yeah anyway so the husband during the daytime goes to uh, this area where the gang members hang out and he finds the guy and he's still just like a sniveling like wuss of a man okay and he's like chasing this guy down and he's like I'll give you all the money in my wallet for like to come to to return the purse that you stole and come apologize to my wife or leave a note in the purse that says that you're sorry about what you've done. Interesting. And uh, the man's like, okay, well, I'll do it if if you give me your watch. And he's like, I'm not giving you my watch. I'm giving you all the money. Like, just fucking do this. Uh, and the man's like, I'm okay. Well, I'll do it if you give me your watch. And so he gives him the watch. And then the guy's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> And walks up this like hill in this like graffiti park kind of thing. And um, it's like raining on and off while they're having this big showdown. Uh, And they get up onto the top of this thing. And the whole time, you know, there's this motorcycle guy and he's just like hyper masculine and like just such a badass. And then the sniveling wuss man that's like climbing, like slipping on the dirt and like trying to follow this guy. And they're having a conversation. He's like, dude, like, you need to do this for me. You need to give me my shit back. Fuck you. You've ruined my life. And the motorcyclist takes a step back and falls into this ravine and is seemingly dead. And so the husband's like, at first, he's like, fuck, like, what am I going to do? I killed this man. And then he's like, well, no one's probably going to be looking for him. And like, he's a potential rapist. So like, he's not going 
Like no one, he's worse or whatever. It's fine that he's dead. You're totally right. That kind of ending <laughs> fucks up all of the conflict. That's the middle. That's like oh. the ending. <laughs> Jesus. You okay. just need that for the setup. Uh, anyway, so you assume that this guy's dead and like the husband's now like the wife gets pregnant, but it's like this weird cuckolding where he's in the corner and he sees this motorcycle man raping his wife or having sex with his wife. Right. Uh, And so she gets pregnant and now they're like starting to get their lives back together. And the man is like, it's like a Macbeth where he's like going insane from like, knowing he killed this man and he's like seeing things in the shadows and feels Mm. like people are following him and like his doorbell's ringing and there's gum on it and like Mm. all this crazy shit's happening. So the um, it turns out, and I won't spoil the full end, but it turns out that the motorcycle guy never actually died, okay. and he's just like torturing them. And it's like, okay, I mean, he could have died, and it could have just been, been some psychological cult thing or whatever, yeah, oh, and a psychological thing or a cult thing. Yeah, but then it, you know, the end is eventually that he kills this guy, yeah. and then like it's happy. I lo- I really, <laughs> it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I really like the dynamic of a couple, and then a little bit of piece of something comes in and just kind of t- like like a little like a domino. It flicks over the domino, which could destroy the relationship. Well, that's what yeah. force majeure is. And yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Exactly force majeure is you, so good. That's what you. That's exactly what I was yeah. thinking about. And I have. I'll be honest. I have never seen it, but the premise has stuck in my head the whole time. And when you were describing this movie, I was like. I, uh, in part, I've never seen Force Majeure because I think like in my head, I can imagine something. Oh, I don't no, want the, I don't so want the movie. No, it, it lives it. up to it's it. So it does. Good. Okay. I love that movie. But, the, yeah. uh, but uh, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, this sounds like, yeah, anyway, well, that's all I wanted of, to yeah, say. Yeah, it sounds did you, amazing. Did you, see the, did you see the... That's the square, which we missed because it was uh, during the thunderstorm. Yeah, we missed the square. That, yeah. the, the, the people that made Force but Majeure that, made a new... That one. has distro oh. that's yeah, coming yeah. out in a couple there's months an old, as well. There's a movie that came out. It's an Australian picture called The Square that's not related to that at all. I don't know. Is it about an art gallery? No. With Elizabeth okay, Moss. No. Well, then, no. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't come out for a few months. Um, okay. So skip that Latvian movie. Go watch yeah. Force Majeure instead. <laughs> yeah, on. definitely. It yeah. sounds really good on paper, though. I mean, you could yeah. see why I was like, oh, I, I'm going to be into this for sure. Yeah. And then I was just like, it's oh, a very, no. I, there's a very interesting dynamic there that they were playing with. And it feels like they, they, they decided to go one way with yeah. it when there's more interesting subtext. The oh, other totally. Way. Yeah. yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I gave that one and a half out of five stars. All right. Then next up, I saw my favorite film of the festival there is a limited release of this film you want to save this for the end no 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 it's fine i liked all the other movies i saw too pretty much anyway so this is my favorite movie of the festival it's in a limited theatrical release right now and then it will open wide but i'm sure that that's not going to be a super wide release because it's still like a relatively arty art film (laughs) uh this movie is super dark times. I've been looking forward to this movie for so long and oh my God, does it pay off? Wait, was that a description or that's the name of the movie? Super dark times. Super dark times. Okay. So fucking so, good. So favorite movie of the year, super dark times. Second favorite movie, good times. We're kind of on a times <laughs> theme here. Okay. What is, what is super dark times without spoiling or, you know, as much as you can without ruining it. Yes, I will not spoil this movie because I think this is a movie that you should just go see. You want to just end it there and no, just, say, just I, go I can see give it. you a brief description. All you right. should just go see it without watching the trailer. Okay. Like coming in as, as blind as possible is 
is going to make the movie so much better for you. All right. Uh, I'm, I can't wait for this movie. I'm going to go see it again this weekend. I fucking loved it. All right. Uh, is so, that, are they still showing it at the draft house? Yeah. That's w- the limited release is at uh, the Mueller location. If you live in yeah. Austin here. Okay. Yeah. We were going to catch it. I think. Yeah. This yeah. weekend. I, I can't wait to see it again. Oh my God. It's so good. Anyway. Okay. So this movie is about, uh, it's kind of like stand by me. It's like a coming of age movie. It's, takes place in the 90s pre Columbine. Oh, okay. Uh so it's it's very it feels kind of like kids in certain in certain points with the way that it's cut and like the grittiness. Um but it's like ultra high definition just like beautifully shot. Um but it's about these kids that are friends and they're growing up and they're kind of misfits, you know. Uh and then an accident occurs and the rest of the movie is just fucking balls to the wall. It's so intense. Okay. There, I, I hope that everyone goes to see this movie. This movie is so fucking good. It's so good. The, oh my god no, this is everyone this is donna praising a movie you have to realize she praises one movie in every 250 that she sees it's it's so good I, it's so upsetting because i looked at it today and it has like a 6.5 on imdb you're saying this is un, unjust of its uh quality it, it's so good okay the movie there was a point and i'm i'm so this is why i like fantastic fest i was so fortunate to get into the first screening of this movie i like so fortunate going to a film festival that is a genre film festival means that you're seeing movies with people that really like that genre appreciate it want to see those specific types of movies so you're you're already immediately bonded bonded with the audience the movie at one point there's a lot of scenes like this but at one point the entire audience and it's the biggest theater at south lamar which is like it's like 350 like, to 100 it's fucking big yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's definitely like over 100 people in the biggest theater no i was kind of halfway there. joking because mm. the, the south lamar location has theaters that mm. see like 40 yeah. right right yeah, <laughs> yeah they yeah. have some that, like, that see like 20 people yeah, exactly. and then the biggest one probably does see like 100 i mean it's fucking huge. no it's way more than 100 so it was a, a packed crowd of people highly motivated to see and highly driven to see this kind of movie yes and, and it gripped you all yes at one point in time there's a scene and the entire audience audibly went (gasps) Ah. and then you just saw like everyone like curl up Ah. in their chair and like you could just at one point like i thought i was being annoying because i'm just like (laughs) <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing obviously you're listening to the show but I'm like curling, curling up, up and like she's got, her, she's got her blankie yeah I like I have my hand over my mouth and I'm like fucking like white knuckling my arm like yeah, yeah, it was yeah. intense and I look I'm just like oh god I must be like annoying everyone right now and Everybody, I look over <laughs> and the entire it. audience is like shifted the in their thing. seat like curled up alright all right, Amazing. sold sold super dark <laughs> times or time times times plural okay yeah. so good and oh my god those kids were amazing and then next, uh, oh, I should ask, is that American film? It yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. That movie is so crazy. It's not only is it an American film, but I also believe it's the director's first film, oh, interesting. which is, I, that's, I mean, put that guy on the radar. It, it's incredible that, oh my God, <laughs> it's so, it's just shocking. Are we I talking don't, about apple cart next. <laughs> 
No, uh, so next... Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, I'm really fucking sorry. No, no, no. I You were signa- <laughs> you signaled to me, so I was like, I was like yeah, oh, we must my be turn to bring, back, bring me in, yeah. Yeah, next about. we saw... Yeah, I believe that is their first film. Um, so next we saw My Friend Dahmer. Oh, yeah. Which also comes out in November. Um, Have you seen the trailer for this yet? No, but if I had to guess, it has to do with a, um, a pizza maker. Uh, <laughs> no. So. Uh, it's a Dahmer. Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. The, the, the premise of the movie is this Jeffrey Dahmer through high school up to his first killing. And Interesting. It's, a, it's, ends, a, it's a biopic. It ends before. Yeah. Uh, well, before the first killing. Yeah, kind of, you don't see it. Oh, fascinating. Well, kind of. There's actually... So, okay, this movie is based off of the comic book of the same name. Oh, okay. Um, or graphic novel of the same name. Um, there's actually kind of an interesting thing. So, the movie does end before his first his first technically noted killing. Okay. Uh, but there is actually an interesting thing about the end of the movie. If you're a big, like true Dominant. crime person, like, we're, like we're, I am, I happen to have clicked, uh, um, we did an episode uh, on from hell, mm-hmm. and we talked a little bit about the, the going down the the the, the large vacuum of uh, dark macabre into serial killing. And you, yeah, you seem to have a little bit of a, an expertise. Oh my on god, it. I love that shit. Yes, I love yeah. true crime. So here's yeah. the really fascinating thing. I, I have nothing but positive things to say about this movie, which I'll get into in a moment. But there there is an interesting point in this movie. Uh, so there is a killing that does take place off screen. Maybe it's implied that mm. there's a killing. Uh. Uh, what's interesting about that in particular with, with the case of Jeffrey Dahmer is that the one that the film ends on is his first noted killing after yeah. he was already charged. He, he did a, an interview with someone yeah. and he said that he had killed another person before that, which is the one that yeah. takes place off screen, which is just like, so yeah. good that they know that yeah. and like put that in yeah. there. Yeah. 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 It was, it was really good. Like a really nice biopic, like kind of honestly kind of lighthearted, which makes it work really well. It, I, I like this idea of taking the historical uh, uh, historical situation and telling the story leading up to it and then nothing after that. Because yeah. almost uh, something that's historically uh, poignant, we know the moment, we know the aftermath, yeah. but it's the pieces leading up to it that you can kind of paint a dramatic story that kind of fits the rest of the narrative. Yeah. I, I, this, I'm intrinsically um, kind of they, drawn to that kind of narrative. Well, they do a really good job of, of keeping you interested too. Like you don't feel bored and you don't feel like the whole time you're not sitting there like thinking about like, Oh, when are they going to show him kill someone? When are they going to do this? When are they going to, when are they going to do something demented? Right. They, kind of, they kind of like portray him as like kind of a normal guy with like a slant. That's weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'm intrigued by this. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie was also, um, this movie, one of the things that I really enjoyed about it is that it's not just about Jeffrey Dahmer and it's not just an examination uh, of, you know, a glimpse into the mind of a serial killer uh, or the beginning stages of a serial killer. While certainly if you like true crime, you know, like there's the three things that mean that you're going to be a serial killer, you, which you, you kill cats, you're sociopathic and you're a, a tend to be a loner type. <laughs> well, head trauma. Abused as a child. Rela- exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. are like three specific things that basically mean that you are destined to be a serial killer yeah. or have murder someone. 
Um, and you see that in this movie, but it's done in like a really tasteful way. And, and you yeah. feel sorry for him. Yeah. Um, but more beyond all of that, this movie does it. It Jeffrey Dahmer was also gay. And so this movie talks a lot about him understanding that he's gay and not not knowing how to relate to his friends when he finally is able to make friends. And that is a story that I don't really feel is told very often. Um, There's a lot of gay films and a lot of gay films that get, I mean, there's not a lot, but, you know, there's some and there's a few that get notoriety, but they aren't ever talking about like that time, which that's gotta be one of the hardest times to come out or, or try to understand like what makes you different from your friends. Uh, And this movie does that so tastefully. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's like a, it's like a coming of age of a serial killer, which is like a cool elevator pitch. Like if you heard that, like as a tag and it'd be like, Oh, that sounds interesting. See, well, it sounds cool when i if you say i think that the word cool it sounds cool as an elevator pitch when you describe the serial killer being dexter but when you're talking about a real person then you have an obligation and a real person that's you know no very notorious the, then you're talking about if you're trying to do a delicate story that navigates up to that mm-hmm. that's not just cool that's like okay but mm-hmm. you're that's a little dangerous too yeah but like, they don't you fuck have, it up like the, yeah, like the, the funny thing, thing is the, thing. the funny thing is before the show they were talking. They were talking about how they got it for Fantastic Fest, but they. Um, I don't know if you know Aglif, like the lesbian gay. Yeah, I wanted to give them a shout. Uh, the lesbian and gay film fest that happens like a week before Fantastic Fest. And was, they also do other screenings throughout the city, yeah. like as the year goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow them or whatever. But um, but they one of the leaders or curators of that was um was talking about how he really wanted to get this movie uh. for Aglif, and and it's just kind of funny that like. Like that, like you would never think like, like original, like intrinsically in your head, if you're like, oh, it's a gay serial killer thing you'd be like oh you wouldn't want to that associate sounds like a, them like that sounds like a bad stereotype. yeah it seems not like even a bad stereotype but a bad identification exactly yeah but the the way this movie kind of tight ropes it and balances it effortlessly yeah. like and it's acted so well from these kids he's that, like, so amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. actor yeah, yeah yeah that that it that it really it doesn't it it deals with the idea of like these issues are independent of each other mm-hmm. these people like stuff isn't black and white mm-hmm. things are very fluid and, and 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 you know if someone is gay and a serial killer they can show you both of these things in very different ways and it makes you feel as an audience member it, it allows you to separate them in your yeah, head yeah. It, yeah very interesting how it played with those motifs like great great movie it yeah. was so good yeah, yeah it's it's just it's so much more than just a movie about a serial killer or a movie yeah. about jeffrey dahmer there's so much more yeah. that's going on there well in a sense uh you 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 erase the life uh, leading up to you know the the murders and what you have is a story of 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 trauma and abuse and yeah. and everything that goes with that and there is a part that's very relatable yeah. uh, and in either maybe even a microcosm version of that yeah 
and uh, but to, to take that, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very fascinated about this one as much yeah. as uh, it's really good. One. I mean, watch the trailer. You'll get, I mean, the second you watch the trailer too, you'll be like, I'm on board. I want to see this. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did have to miss uh, Gilbert for this, which I was kind of bummed about, but I saw Gilbert Gottfried walking around. So I was like, uh, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you walked past them and yeah. smiled at him. But I'm stoked to see Gilbert. Which uh, did which win the, a bunch of awards, actually, at the yeah. festival. And People all, after it screened, everyone was yeah. talking about okay. how amazing yeah. it was. I, I just love Gilbert Gottfried, so I'm, I'm really excited about it. That one has wide distance. Yeah, also. it's supposed to be a Netflix movie, I yeah. think. One, uh, of, my, so, one yeah. of my all-time favorite jokes was that he opened up a set with and this was back in the 90s um and it would make maybe it makes sense in the time but not now but the joke was he just comes out and all he says is how was i supposed to know that i had a chance with julia roberts <laughs> this is after she married Lyle yeah, Lovett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then his follow-up joke was it was uh what's the what's the worst she could have said i'm sorry you have a normal sized head. <laughs> that was the end. Was like, That's funny. I love that. Dad. Yeah. 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 We saw, I walked past the Italian restaurant right there. I looked over and I was like, that's Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. And then like, I was like, oh wow. And I like looked at him for a second and like we kind of made eye contact and then like I looked away and kept walking <laughs> and I turned around to look at him again and he was staring at me and I was like, ah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, that's enough for that's me. Enough, I, yeah. He's like, I, you're like, no, that's just enough that I don't need to see the movie. I was oh, like, okay, please yeah. come walk out and hang out with yeah, me. No, okay. I would love to hang out with Gilbert Gottfried. I got Gottfried. a podcast. Hurry up. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has a podcast. We have a podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. let's do the damn thing. On his way to a podcast. Yeah, he was on the way to Ma- the Leonard, Leonard Malton podcast. Uh, there. Malton, yeah. Yeah. Malton on movies. Yeah, Malton was walking around with his daughters. So. Yeah, she's nice. I like her. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. So next up, I woke up very early. Uh, we're in the weekend now, uh, and I saw at 10 a.m. Takashi Miike's Blade of the Immortal, based off of the renowned manga, probably one of, if not the most famous manga of all time oh shit i'm gonna have to look stupid here i don't know what this is uh so blade of the immortal is a uh it's about a samurai that's defending the honor of his younger sister kind of there's more to it than that um and he watches her get killed and a witch comes and uh curses his blood so that he can't die so he watches this girl get killed and he kills like a hundred men and then he's about to die and this witch pops down and curses his blood so that he can't die it regenerates all his wounds okay um then there's this other faction of so fast forward however many years 50 100 years whatever and there's this legend of the samurai that is immortal and he's killed a, a hundred men and I it's like, like it. this big thing. Uh, so fast forward now and there's this new tribe of uh, samurai kind of and they're trying to um, infiltrate all of the dojos to do this new teaching style of fighting, which is like... What, what era is this set in? Is this Edo? present day? No, Edo, okay. okay. Edo. Um. Yeah, like late Edo, period. Um, and uh, 
So they're trying to like force the hand of these dojos and make everyone learn this new fighting style that they've popular uh, that is popular amongst them, I guess. But it's this fighting style that like means that they're willing at all costs to kill their opponent as opposed to have this like um, Honor, honorable yeah, way thing. of okay. fighting. Alrighty. So uh, there's like a bunch of drama with that, of course, and like their story and why they're trying to do that and shit. Um, Anyway, there's this one dojo and there's this girl who's been training under her father and they come and kill the father and rape the mother and take her away. Uh, And so the girl is on a revenge and she meets the witch that cursed the blade of the immortal guy and she the witch is like oh well there's this guy he's the hundred man killer you have to go find him he's immortal he'll be able to revenge you and she looks a lot like the daughter sister oh, the from, sister excuse right, me yeah, from yeah. before so they go on this path together and blood yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no from there on out that's yeah. the revenge story so yeah. it's time to take the revenge yeah. yeah um this movie was okay it's uh live action yeah who's who uh, any notable stars in it Directed by no, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Mike is the star that would get you to watch it, the director. Who am I thinking of? I'm not thinking of the same guy. I'm, I'm thinking of the guy who did Zatoichi. No, no, no. Uh, who, who well, Mike actually did do a couple of the Zatoichis later, okay. but uh, Takashi Mike is most famous for Itchy the Killer, which also had a 4K restoration uh, release, which okay. is coming out limited theaters as well Okay. Um, pretty soon. Um, but he otherwise is really famous for his work in Japanese horror. He's like the godfather of Japanese horror. Um, so audition, um, uh, and he's been on some of the like short compilations for horror, mm-hmm. uh, which are really good. Uh, and then m- now most accessible of all would be 13 assassins, which is now on Netflix. And, okay. uh, what I would say is most comparable to this film. And uh, were you giving thumbs up for this, or how do you how are you uh, approaching this one? Um, it's all right. I gave it three out of five stars. I mean, if if you like Thirteen Assassins, you're gonna love this. For me, um, it was just more of the same. It's it's not really something that I'm super interested in. Not exactly breaking new ground. No, not really. There's one death scene that's really fucking awesome, but the movie is very very long. Mm. Um, yeah, it's okay. Okay. Um. Next up, we saw Apple Ethan. Car. No, <laughs> no, we didn't. Next up, we saw The Endless. I didn't see The Endless. Yeah, you did. Oh, I did see The Endless. <laughs> I saw four films. You liar. <laughs> uh, so next up, we saw The Endless, which is by uh, Aaron Aaron Whitehead White head rock head something um it's the same guys that did spring if you yeah, saw yeah, that yeah. that's their name like it's two guys five years ago uh spring the movie spring is the film where a guy goes to europe falls in love with a european an girl, girl an italian girl he thinks she's addicted to heroin but it turns out she's actually well, like spoil. a weird <laughs> vampire creature. Ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, really good. Really, yeah, really cool. Just, inventive. Justin Benson movie. and yeah. Aaron Moorhead, yeah, who yeah. are two up and coming directors are from Texas. Yeah. Uh, they're Austin born and raised. There you uh, go. Yeah. So keeping it in the uh, family, I guess. Okay. This, this movie is about uh, two guys. I don't want to spoil too much because it's really good. I think you should sit through it. I think you it's should love Yeah, I guess. Uh, 
it's it, it's uh, I don't know if I agree with that description that much. It's um it's essentially uh, two guys escaped from a UFO death cult nice. and uh, are going through deprogramming. One of them is missing it, obviously, and oh. they return to the UFO death cult yes. to a bunch of chaos and stuff ensuing. Well, as as adults, so as they adults. left the yeah. cult oh, as, as teenagers, as yes. 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 and now they're like yeah. in their like mid to late twenties, thirties. But the, the death cult isn't really weird. The the cool thing about the death cult is it reminds me of like like kind of like you know like cool christians which is really cool because it's kind of like a weird backhand slap to those weirdos like they make beer so that they make enough money for their call like, uh, like it's really yeah. it's, it's yeah, kind of yeah. funny it's kind of tongue-in-cheeky it's really fucking cool yeah it's total the setting's really good see how he slipped here's, in cheeky i know yeah. <laughs> here, here's my biggest takeaway from the film it's it's really wonderful this is one of those movies that if this sounds interesting you absolutely have to go see it these guys are low budget i mean yeah. they they make everything and pay for everything yeah. themselves spring is a phenomenal spring movie. was really good yeah. if you haven't seen that you absolutely yeah. absolutely should seek it out it's a really great yeah. modern monster movie yeah and I uh, could, similar to it follows yeah it's similar to it follows i could totally this, see these guys becoming like um like the director's directors yeah you know like okay. like the cool guys and they're just cool right. they're really nice yeah, really guys cool, too laid back yeah, it, it's just these are the kinds of people that you should be supporting. Yeah, and these, for sure. This is the kind of thing that you should go see at a film festival, yeah. even though there's a bunch of, bunch of controversy going on. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that you need to be seeing. Yeah, this is the stuff that catapults films like this to get distro. Films that are films that are on the edge of being able to get distro. Some of these festivals are kind of make or break for them, but this is one that it's like, it's like you throw this on Netflix, people are going to dig it. Like, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So another cool thing about this movie, and maybe we can talk about it after like you go see it, we can watch it again and, and talk about it. But um, the probably the coolest thing, uh, there's a lot of really interesting and fascinating um, shots in this movie without giving too much away. Uh, and they talked about it after the film. They bought mm. this specific type of lens that's like anamorphic lens, yeah. right? And the lens, like they bought a cheap version of it. Essentially, like uh, if you're f more familiar, I guess with like cameras or something, it's like a like a plastic lens or like a plastic body for a camera. So it just kind of eventually warps and wears out. Yeah. So a lot of the effects were practical by nature of using this shitty lens and yeah. then working within the confines of the shitty lens yeah. so it's just hmm. that's brilliant like great acting really 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 well the acting's really well done it's which stars the two yeah stars, stars yeah stars justin and aaron yeah 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 great great movie go watch it uh small piece of trivia on my part there was a famous uh, i mean i call it famous but there's a there was a ufo cult in uh in that was in dallas richardson where i grew up and um, I think it was centered around the Hellbop Comet, not not the yeah, yeah. not the not the um, not the not the Applegate uh, Hellbop crew, but there was another Hellbop crew, I think, or some kind. Or anyway, they were they were about uh, uh, a celestial whatever, and they had this date that all time was going to yeah, end yeah. and everything. And um, there was a journalist who had infiltrated the the, the this cult. Yeah, and um, he brought. Uh, he had snuck in a video camera 
on the night that everything was supposed yeah, to go yeah, on. Yeah. And so there's a recording. I, I saw it on TV years ago. I'm sure it's somewhere on YouTube now. But you, there's a recording of him and it's this whole house of people and they're all kind of, all their shit sold. You know, they're packed their bags. They've all got all their, yeah. you know, a suitcase or whatever. They're, you know, hanging out in this house and uh, they're all kind of waiting. Is it supposed to happen like at 12, 12, 12 seconds after midnight, that kind of shit, you know? Mm. Uh, and they're just kind of waiting and... It just passes on. Nobody says a word. Nothing. Uh, and like, it's all starting to sink in that obviously the end of the world is not coming. They're capturing it on film, uh, right? And slowly, like a person stands up and walks away, gets out. Uh, another person follows. And then the leaders uh, rile up and go, we've been saved. Our actions uh, have has pleased God and mm-hmm. they, we are being spared and saved. Uh, this is a time to rejoice. Uh, and you can see that they don't buy the bullshit anymore <laughs> and they're all leaving. And it's a, it's a fascinating moment that's captured on film. Uh, anyway, I mentioned that in part because uh, the owners of the house eventually had to sell it. It became known as the house of the cult. And uh, a friend of mine from a uh, community college, his family ended up buying the house at a nice. discount. Oh, nice. So uh, yeah, anyway, that's, that's my trivia story for that. Hell yeah. That's cool. <laughs> And if you're in Austin, go and see. Go to One World Theater to see the the it one was. that Holy boot, boot no the one that oh, Buddha right. yeah yeah yeah, Bu- yeah. Field, uh, built yeah, yeah. yeah the cult Buddha Field built uh, One World Theater out on is that six twenty or twenty two forty four twenty two forty four or twenty two twenty two somewhere, oh, yeah, somewhere out there by B caves yeah uh, yeah what else do we got uh, so next up we saw hey, Apple Cart Apple Cart oh man. Uh, can I talk about this one? Yeah, go for it. I fucking loved Apple Very Card. Horror film, right? Horror film. Um, so this is made. I didn't see this movie, but I think it's a really weird horror movie. I don't know because I haven't seen it, so I can't verify it. But do you, it's made by the director that did uh, John Dies at the End. Okay, I, I'm familiar yeah, with yeah, it, but yeah. I haven't seen it. Like, kind of weird. I think they're trying to do like new takes on horror. Okay. Uh, Apple Cart is like highly visually uh and kind of like monster wise and the supernaturalness uh takes a lot it's an american film takes a lot from kind of asian like korean japanese horror like just really like long fingernails and like everything's black and like really weird pulsating stuff and every single shot is lit by a floodlight so like Mm. when you're watching the movie you're like i'm watching a movie Cause I can tell, cause like I can see the set and then like the set feels sort of, uh, like a soundstage almost. So okay. it kind of goes against like what you're seeing in filmmaking now, which is really natural stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes against that. It kind of goes back to like classic filmmaking mm. and then it goes into a meta bit in the movie where about a quarter of the way through the movie, it just cuts to a uh like a um uh was it america's most wanted type of true crime tv show huh so then it's cutting in between the act the quote-unquote actual story and then the story that's being portrayed on tv Uh. like at a true crime show yeah yeah so it's like but the true crime ones like film perfectly Uh. so it's so it like feels like a true crime show it's just two really weird things that it's cutting between and then there's like kind of commercials that it cuts in and it's cut really weird and you never you never get your bearings in the movie which is why i like it it keeps you on your toes and the whole time i'm watching it i'm thinking uh is this a b movie 
is this because I didn't know anything about the movie going into it. I see. And I'm like, is this made by someone who's never made a movie? Wait, 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 what the fuck's going on? Like, you can't tell if they're doing this intentionally. They're doing it with the limited resources that they have. Is this, are they yeah. fucking with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it makes you, it makes you think about it being a movie uh. while also incorporating things that are hearkened to TV yeah. slash movies. So it does this kind of weird brain trick that makes it really interesting okay the story's really fucking good the 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 the, the uh, effects all seem practical there's not really a lot of like cgi stuff in it it's just really bizarre weird 80s kind of cult uh classic kind of gore but also like the uh like i said the the kind of creatures in it feel japanesey or, yeah. or korean uh just really weird it kind of like it seems like it wears its influences on its sleeve yeah which is always cool to watch uh yeah i re- i really liked it i okay. really liked it but like also i think i liked it because it because it broke tradition in it, a lot of forms yeah it was super original and okay. and, and i like that and i also i'm a sucker for floodlights and i swear to god every shot that is out so outside quote unquote outside because they look like they're on a set yeah it's very weird uh is like lit by a floodlight interesting so it's really bizarre okay yeah yeah you just don't get your bearings throughout the entire thing all right and if i feel like if you are into movies and you watch a lot of movies something like this that breaks that makes it interesting and it makes you kind of enthralled by it and, and then not to mention i mean the story's really good like the acting's good the acting is really weird mm-hmm. humorous uh but not overly humorous it's so like the humor in it is so fucking dry yeah 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 yeah. because all the humor for the most part is is founded in the fact that what you're watching isn't quite what you're used to for this kind of movie yeah so then it makes that all the humor is based off of like it seems like okay what's like the worst take that the actor did in this scene we'll use that one because it's funny and so they're willing to kind of it's risky when you think about it because they're willing to sacrifice the kind of overarching of the film by putting in all these like shitty takes, yeah, you know they're oh, they're willing to risk sacrificing that. I like that, I but like, it pays off. Yeah, it, it pays it off because it, it works because it's funny and like it, it it's it is tongue in cheek. Like it, it, it I, I know I say that a lot, but but, it, but <laughs> actually normally you just say cheeky. But yeah, go yeah, ahead. <laughs> yeah. But this one is uh this one is that and and okay. it's uh really interesting. I highly recommend watching it. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it. Apple Cart. Okay. Apple Cart. It mixes multiple genres any word on uh, distribution on that i'd imagine uh, big. no <laughs> no but i would imagine i mean something like you know john dies at the end everyone heard of at of least yeah. Yeah, so yeah this one doesn't have distro just yet um i would say about this movie that it's a return to a classic fantastic fest it's a very yeah. weird movie and i would also suggest if you do watch it or it, it eventually comes out and you're able to catch it uh, don't go into it seriously. I think that's the mistake that a lot of people yeah. made when we saw the movie is that they were expecting a serious movie, especially yeah. looking at the screenshots. Yeah. Uh, and then they didn't know how to laugh at it. Yeah. It okay. was really hard for them to yeah. come back from that. Um, also with this movie, I don't know if you saw this, I doubt it. Uh, it played with another short, The End oh, of yeah. Decay, uh, which was done by um, a director here in Austin yeah, as well. Here. Kind of um, another one that uh, that that film 
the film the film in the short um they like she said they did a really good job of curating them and finding these ones that have over like a overlapping themes or um visual things uh yeah yeah if you have a chance to i don't know if they're putting it up on vimeo or you do, <laughs> youtube or whatever but yeah try to check out the end of decay all righty yeah, yeah end of decay was good apple yeah. was enjoyable as well i gave it three out of five stars uh next ten day, out of ten. next day i saw five finger for five fingers for Marseille. Is, I guess how, how they pronounce it. Uh, it's a South African film, okay. but not a white South African film. Okay. It's an African South African film. Uh, it's about, it's kind of like a, uh, most people are comparing it to like a like spaghetti Western set in South Africa. Okay. Um, so it's about these five kids that are growing up and they live in this like shanty town uh, on top of this hill at the end of a railroad. So okay. uh, it's like built off of like where the railroad is. And then down on the bottom of the hill are where all of the white people live. Okay. And the white people are like trying to. Is it in for- English? No, no, it's, I mean, subtitled. Okay. Parts of it are in English. Um, but the majority of it is not. It's in whatever dialect. Yeah, I was like, I was going to try to guess what it was, but I'm, that's going to make me like even stupider than I already Yeah, (laughs) it's very confusing because like some of the words and like maybe this is just my own stupidity or like confusion with like half learning a bunch of languages, but Uh some of the words are Danish in origin and mm. then some of the words are whatever dialect yeah, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. speaking in the film okay and then some of it's in english so it's like just kind of all over the map and like you never know what you're getting with a sentence it's very like quebecois okay it's weird <laughs> uh. um anyway so if you like westerns you might like this movie it's a real slow burn Um, But it's basically originally or the beginning of it is like injustices of like white people trying to keep down uh, this like black shanty town. And then um, there's an an incident incident and uh, then it cuts forward to when all these kids are grown up now. Uh. And now they all are assuming different roles and it's how all of these pieces kind of work together um, and like yeah it's i don't know okay. I, didn't, I didn't like it okay <laughs> everyone else really liked it okay. i thought it was extremely boring okay um whatever two and a half out of five stars okay um next up this i fucking i love this movie uh this movie is a quebec film it was filmed in quebec and it's uh in french it's la zafemi uh or the ravenous in english um, this movie was fucking amazing. Okay. I don't know why I gave it such a shitty rating. I'm going to boost it up. Uh, amazing half star. No, I, I gave it a three and a half out of five, but I'm going to bump it up to a four. Okay. This, it's a zombie movie. Okay. Which sounds stupid. I would suggest watching the trailer. The trailer is fucking intense. All right. This movie is so good. It, I like I could break down all the specific reasons that this movie is genius. Alrighty. Within the first 
like five minutes of the movie, you, they immediately establish how many, how few survivors there are, how far in the future this is after whatever the incident is, and the type of zombies that you're dealing with. Okay. They scream, they run quick, mm-hmm. they're intelligent. Mm. It's It's like... All within the first five minutes, you immediately know what's going on and you're sunk into that world. Yeah. It's awesome. Like the execution is top notch. So fucking good. Alrighty. The movie is uh it has a couple of guys and a few chicks. There's a woman in this movie that is such a fucking badass. <laughs> she is so awesome. She has like a like a butcher knife and she just fucking is dude (laughs) oh my god it's so cool Uh. like her fight sequences are so insane uh but the movie it's just like it's it is next level zombie i mean Uh. like this is there's a lot of stuff trying to trying to be the next plateau and it's all so shitty i mean this this like revolutionizes what zombie can be okay i it's this is to zombie movies as 28 Days Later was to zombie movies. <laughs> it's so much better than that. Okay. It's, it's so good. I mean, it's, it's really phenomenal. It's amazing. And like the story is really interesting. And even the story of the zombies is really interesting. You okay. don't know, like you, not really a spoiler, I guess, but you don't find out. It's not concerned with the the past it's yeah. only about moving forward gotcha so you don't even like care what happened or as how most, this happened as most zombie movies are now because we we've heard uh, zombie origin movies seem to be completely irrelevant it's how the survivors are going to be from now on right and it's it yeah it's just uh, it's so good i mean okay. it, it's phenomenal the, the ravenous the french of uh, the french pronunciation spelling of the ravenous yeah, and en français, les familles. All right. Yeah. All righty. Um, that was fantastic. I fucking loved that movie. Right. It was so good. Uh, and a then, movie that gets better the more you think about it, from a three and a half to a four. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I don't know why I gave it a three and a half. I think I was so burnt out. This was the last day of the festival, yeah, yeah. so I'm just like, I don't... If it's, like, if it's not uh, Kubrick, you don't get any stars. Yeah, well, I was just like, ah, oh, Super Dark Times is fucking amazing. But yeah. yeah, that movie was great. If, if you like zombies, absolutely seek that one out. I mean, it really... It, is revolutionary for that okay genre of film uh and then the last movie i saw and uh the last movie i saw and i'm i guess i'm okay with this rating the last movie i saw is mouse now this movie uh it's mouse uh like the german spelling mouse m-a-u-s uh it takes place in uh bosnia okay and it's about a couple um that are going uh it's a girl who is from bosnia originally uh who's been living in germany for a while and uh her german boyfriend returned to bosnia one because he wants to try and understand her more and where she's from okay. and then two because her it sound it seems like or at least what i gathered was that uh her f- 
father had just died, so they went home for a funeral. I don't know if it's her father and her brother or just her father. The subtitles were unclear. No, it it seems kind of wishy-washy later in the movie. They're for okay. sure there for a funeral, funeral. Okay. and for Family sure member. it's a dad, okay. but I don't know if the brother is involved as well. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so they're in the Bosnian woods and they're uh, driving around and then the car just takes a shit. And they're in their 20s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like right. Around our age. All right. Uh, so late 20s, early 30s. And they're... Thank you for being generous. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they... Um, yeah, so they're driving around and their car gets fucked up. Their axle breaks. So okay. they're like, okay, well, I guess we have to walk now. And she's like, you don't understand. We can't walk here. There are mines here. Like, oh, we we can't shit. walk here. Yeah. Uh, not to mention. We can drive. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, not to mention that she is also like you know she's from bosnia so she knows all of the stories about yeah, these yeah, woods yeah. and there's ghosts or whatever the fuck okay. magical creatures of some variety floating around or some Chukapak- shit Chukapakas. yeah what am i saying nothing i'm not saying, right. Chupacabra. saying made Chupacabra. with words <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so they start wandering around and then uh the oh my god this movie made me so angry the boyfriend is she the woman is like i we we need to get the fuck out of here. We cannot be in these woods. We cannot deviate from the path. We, we, this is it. You need to listen to me. And the boyfriend's like, uh, fuck you. And then just like wanders off a bunch. And she's like, um, she's like, you don't want to go over there. There's something like over there hiding. And it's like, she can clearly see things that he can't, and you can't really tell like what's up with her. Right. Uh, so the, man the boyfriend uh runs off somewhere and she starts to follow and she runs into these two like deliverancey looking people Hmm. uh in the woods and um this movie made me so angry <laughs> she runs into these like deliverancey looking guys in the woods and uh they're very creepy mm. and she's like trying to get away from them and get call her boyfriend and he's not coming okay and she takes a step and then boom and you just hear like it goes black you and then like you're hearing the ringing she stepped on a mine and you're like oh fuck like she's fucked right like she's gotta be dead now right that's usually those go hand in hand (laughs) yeah uh but she gets up and the guys are now on top of her and one of them is raping her and slowly my stomach is churning (laughs) i don't want to see this uh and i Actually, I mean, uh, there are very few films that do uh, what I would describe as a good rape scene. I mean, obviously, like, the subject matter is difficult. You said it. Every could pull that out. Good (laughs) rape scene. (laughs) Well, I mean, the the subject matter is difficult to handle, and a lot of times it's used gratuitously. Like, it's just for shock value. Yes. This one... While it's confusing because the movie's told in a disorienting way to constantly try and make you second guess what's real and what is not real, yeah, uh, the scene itself is done really well. 
Uh, like yeah. it's accurate, similar to like uh, irreversible. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, she eventually her boyfriend catches up with her, but doesn't realize that she's been raped and the boyfriend is constantly undermining her. He's like, we need these people to help us. And she's like, you don't understand. We need to get the fuck away from these people. Um, so it's a lot of arguing. Uh, eventually, I'm going to jump way forward. Yeah. She has like this guardian angel necklace that she's always like rubbing and like praying to. Uh, and, um, they end up going to like these mines and, or like these tunnel, Underground like tunnels. actual yeah, 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 yeah. mines, yeah. not like bl- not boom mines. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that what mouse stands for in Germany? Mines? No, his English pun. The boyfriend's nickname for the girl is mouse, oh, little mouse. Okay. Okay. And it's one of the only words that she knows in German. I see. Uh, so, <sighs> I hated this movie so much. <laughs> so the girlfriend is praying to this, uh, her um, guardian angel thing. And they're like constantly talking about that and shit. And, um, and uh, the boyfriend ends up like getting beat up cause he's trying to get away from them. And he finally realizes that they're bad, but they're separated. And uh, so the girlfriend, the boyfriend's like knocked out, right? He finally gets it and then just gets knocked out. So the girl runs back down into the mine shaft and she's like praying to her guardian angel and she's just waiting there with a knife. And then there's a really cool scene where she's like killing these dudes in the dark. Uh, the deliverancey guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. And cause the mine shaft was like their hideout Safe or, whatever. Place or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, so um, I'm going to go on to c- completely spoil the movie. Go ahead. So she comes back out now after she seemingly killed them. And uh, she's like, she, oh, and her guardian angel is like this weird monster thing that comes and like helps her kill these guys, okay. uh, which is kind of interesting. Okay. It's, it's shot really well and it's pretty. And the soundtrack was really interesting or the sound design was really good. Um those are the two positive things I have to say about this movie. So then uh, they go, uh, she comes out of the mines and she's like, okay, well I killed them. And he's like, what? (laughs) And she's like, well, I killed them. They're dead now. Help me get the bodies out of the mines so that we can bury them and get the fuck out of here. Uh, And he's like, he's like, I want like, he's just like, how could you do this? Why are you doing this? Uh, And then there's this huge, she has this big monologue where she's talking about like, you don't understand these people, these like, uh, Serbian Serbian dudes. Uh, she's like, you don't understand like these people and the whole time that she's interacting with them, they're like saying derogatory things about her family and stuff and about her, of course, being Bosnian. And, uh, She's like, you don't understand, like, these people persecuted me, like, these Serbian people would, like, persecute me for being Muslim, and I just can't, she's like, they are bad people, it's not an issue that I killed them, not to mention the fact that they, like, were trying to fucking kill us, Uh, and the boyfriend's just like, I don't, I can't believe that you would do this. So they start burying them and the guy that raped her like come is like not Not completely dead dead. and they're like half buried, uh, you know, and so he's like laying there and he's just like, (gasps) and 
she's like we we need to kill them like this guy needs to die he will continue to hunt us down and he's a piece of shit and he's islamophobic or whatever she she hates muslims so uh he's just like if you if you kill this man like that is it for us like i cannot be with you anymore because you're that's too much like you're not the person that's not who i fell in love with or whatever basically uh so she ends up killing him she smashes his head in with a rock uh and then the and then the movie cuts to the future i guess uh oh uh yeah i think maybe they're like walking away and another mine goes off uh and then it just cut it's black and then it cuts and there's you're following this woman walking through germany like a city and it's just the back of her head and it looks very similar to the actress okay um from the original part of or the first chunk of the movie and she's like walking around in like downtown Berlin, it looks like, or something in a park. And uh, she sees a bunch of her friends and she's like, oh, hey, like, it's good to see you. I- I've missed you so much. And you're like, oh, okay, it's like that girl. And she's by herself. That's kind of weird. Because um, it's like an over the shoulder, like POV kind okay. of shot. Okay. So finally, she's like saying hi to all the friends. And then she turns and you see it's a totally different person. And she she's like oh you made it like i'm so glad that you made it speaking into the camera and then the camera pulls out of the pov and goes around and you see that it's the boyfriend and you're like what the fuck like the i guess this guy must have dumped this girl or maybe she died or who knows what and she's like will you go run and get the beer and like also obviously like make sure you say hi to all my friends like i don't want them to think that you hate them and so you think like, oh, okay, like he's moved on, I guess. And then uh, he's walking away from all of the friends and he's going to get the beer and you start hearing like the cicadas and the sounds of the forest from when they were lost there. And then all of a sudden there's an explosion from behind him where all the friends were and all these people just start flying past, like they're all running away from there and everyone's screaming and it's super chaotic and he turns around and he starts running towards the explosion and he's yelling for the new the woman, new the other name. girl. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, he he's like frantically like looking everywhere and then it just like blurs and then you just see the shadow of the Bosnian girl and then that's the end of the movie. So like... <laughs> a, a really un... Like... Uh, it seems like they're they're shooting for social and political allegories with this situation in the forest. Uh, the explosion, like the mine goes off in this forest, but doesn't have any after effect because then the two guys are on her as if the mine was never there. Oh, so, no, the mine was there for sure. She got injured from it and their dog died from it. Like, you know that oh, that part's dog. real, okay. but it, you can't tell... It's a lot of like weird cuts of scenes, like obviously made to be disorienting, but you can't tell because it's told from her perspective in the beginning. So you can't tell what part's real and what part's not real. Um, But yeah, the movie, it's clearly trying to go for something that's like some kind of sociopolitical thing. Yeah. Uh, But then it's also like really anti-female. Like it's super anti-female. Yeah. And it's 
also clearly very like Islamophobic or anti-Muslim at the end with her because she's so wearing bizarre. like a head wrap. Like a, yeah. Uh, it's just. Yeah, I'm not sure how to. I, I'm not. I'm not sure I even want to commit the time to kind of un- wanting to watch and untangle that. It was very. I really didn't like it. it. Left a very poor taste in my mouth. But the other movies are strong. Apple Cars. Some. Some. Something. Some bad things. Some good things. Super dark times. Super dark times. Um, Endless and the Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer movie. Those seem like the four strong ones. Yeah. Uh, out of y'all's uh, fantastic fest ex. ex- Expl- uh, exploits uh, whatever uh, <laughs> <laughs> extravaganza yeah uh so uh you know most film festivals are like that you watch mostly okay movies some miss and some are home runs uh, and it i mean like it's a pretty good curated festival though yeah, so you're, like you got a good better chance. than most yeah 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 you got a good right. chance of catching some good stuff yeah i was fortunate that i didn't really the only ones that I deviated from my list were the ones that I didn't like. So yeah. that's fortunate to me. So uh, I hear, if I can change the subject, if I may, mm-hmm. uh, that there is some kind of announcement. Or oh, yeah, we got a big announcement. What is this well, big announcement? Do we want to take a break? What are we doing here? What's no, going on? But, uh, do, you, do we want to do the announcement now or talk about what we're going to be doing for October this year? Oh, uh, yeah, we can talk about October. Okay, let's, well, tease, we have two, let's tease the announcement. We have two big <laughs> announcements. So right. this year for October, I know that we have a bunch of other movies uh, and episodes that are kind of like lost episodes well, yeah now. we, we have some few, fuck ups with the timeline yeah we have a few episodes that are chambered right now yeah but. so we have a few we'll get to those eventually so we do still have one film left i believe from our texas series that's correct and then we have a couple others that we're kind of hanging on to and we'll get to those eventually but obviously it's october now happy halloween month y'all this year for halloween for the month of october we're going to be doing a series that we've talked to you about multiple times and mentioned a lot on this show. I'm ready to go to camp. Sleep away camp. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. All I'm of them. Super yeah. excited. I not familiar with haven't seen them. All I know is all the uh the Gary Busey Town Massacre yeah. hype. So I'm I'm, I'm I'm happy to jump onto this train. Yeah, get ready you guys. If you have not seen those movies, they they're you can't talk about them without spoiling them. So and honestly, what the fuck? Do yourself a favor. <laughs> Don't be those, like this loser over here and not watch them. They're <laughs> so good. You it, it, watch the first one. We'll be talking about that next week. All right. Uh yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited that we're Stop. finding going to be doing this. and there's enough of them to get us through the month of oh, october saving some for next yeah. year <laughs> yeah because i think we also might return with our regular uh yeah for ginger dead man blood over texas yeah we'll probably return with that okay special announcement special yeah, announcement big, big special <laughs> you'll be able to catch us at our first live show what the second weekend in november at what? sound on sound festival no way out at the ren fair <laughs> yeah at the ren fair and, sound on sound festival we'll, li- live we'll, live gary Busey town live saturday night 
1 a.m. till 2 a.m. Right. That's the hot Perfect hour. Perfect time yeah. slot. After all the bands play, after, after everyone's everybody drunk, drunk as shit. We will, we, we, us, I, I'm assuming you'll be there. Why are you uh, screaming? Uh, it's exciting. I'm stoked. Yeah. Uh, Bezo will be there. Don will be there. Ethan will be there. Uh, we'll probably be joined by a couple of guests. And what we will be doing is a doing, we'll be uh, cutting down the famed uh, Quigley. Quibbly. Quigley. Quigley. There's no B. Quigley. We'll be cutting down Quigley <laughs> yeah. from an hour and a half travesty to, to an a hour one hour travesty. Very good movie. So Yes, we will be doing you've heard you've heard us talk about our uh hot boys yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, movie riff that we did. So this time we'll have the entire gang plus some of our friends and uh near and dear pals from the network. Yeah. Uh we're gonna be Surprise all, guests. Yes, we're all going to be uh, doing a live riff. So if you like uh, Mystery Science Theater, Ooh. you should definitely come out to the show, especially if you're already at the festival. And yeah. if you haven't bought tickets yet, I mean, there is actually a really fucking good the lineup, lineup this is year. A, the lineup's amazing. Yeah. It's out at a Ren Fair. Iggy Pop is opening for us. Yeah, yeah. Iggy <laughs> Pop is opening for us. Uh, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs will be playing right probably on. an hour before we go on. <laughs> They're playing the day before, uh, I think. But yeah, Iggy yeah. Pop is literally Yeah, but catch us uh, Catch us at Sound on Sound Fest. We'll be doing Saturday night, uh, right after uh, the the awesome show Peep Show, which is Zach Brooks and uh, Lisa Friedrich riffing porn movies. All right, so that'll be right before us. Groovy. And then uh, we will have uh, other uh, people on the on the network. Uh, Gross Lonely Boys on Friday, and Why Should We Care on Sunday. Excellent podcast in the Gary B's time. Oh, uh, no, excuse me, in the Body Tape in International family. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'll all be there hanging out. Uh, so come up, yeah, say come what's get up. Yeah, your autographs. Yeah, come, up, come say what's up. We'll probably have some uh, cool merch that we might do limited for the uh, fest. So keep oh. your ears to the ground, your eyes peeled or whatever. And yeah, uh, yeah get ready. Yeah, we'll probably we'll probably try to figure out a way that we can post it some other way too so if you can't make it out to austin you can watch it yeah yeah we'll probably we uh i'm assuming we we will be getting not only an audio recording but a video recording yeah well we'll have the video for sure we'll at least have the audio and then we'll sync up the audio to the video that we make for it Uh, yeah, but I, I actually, uh, I apologize to jumping in right now, but I'd like to shoehorn in a movie, uh, recommendation oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. off the beaten sure, path. Yeah. Uh, um, there's this now a trilogy of movies, uh, called sleepaway camp from the called from the trip. So the first yeah, movie yeah. is called The Trip, trip and then The Trip to Spain. Italy and The Trip to Spain. I haven't seen The Trip to Spain yet. I, I've seen all... Uh, Max and I have watched Trip to Spain recently. We're big fans of The Trip series. She was only 13. <laughs> 16 years old. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, The Trip to Spain uh, that recently came out has one of the most wildly unexpected endings I've ever seen in a movie. Mm. Oh, and stoked. so the movie, uh, it follows... Uh, it's a very the, this. It's an interesting kind of m- movie trilogy because the first one's the best, but the second and third ones are are touching more more mature topics as mm-hmm. the movie goes as the, as the trilogy trilogy goes on, and uh, the trip to Spain has some very interesting surprises in it. Uh, but I love the trilogy, and uh, I don't know if you can get your hands on the trip to Spain because it's it might still be I think in it's on theaters. VOD, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, but 
uh, if you haven't seen a great little uh, trilogy of movies and recommend seeing it. Also, did I guess you don't know this based off of what you just said, but there are actually movies cut from a TV show. I, I know that. Okay. I, I tried not to... And I, because I'm not familiar with the source material, all I'm familiar with is the movies. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what I would plug because that's yeah. what I've enjoyed. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. There anyway. we go. yeah, those movies are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah... Catch us, uh, catch us out at Sound and Sound, baby. Right on. Happy. Yeah, Excited. and we'll see you guys next week with next Sleepaway week. Camp. Sleepaway Happy camp. October. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb, spooky laugh. <laughs> <laughs>